everybody out there in comic book land. My name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don. And if you're here, you're here for one reason and one reason only. And that is a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast brought to you by Comic Book Click. As you know, I am never alone. Here with me, sir, introduce yourself. We are here. I am Cloudus Maximus, the Maximus. And we're here for a very special episode, the 10th episode, episode 10. of the Major Ooh. Issues Podcast. 10 episodes. 10 worthy episodes. Now, you know, that's just, that's a, that's a baby yeah. anniversary, but I, I'm I'm so happy we've even we're gotten proud. here. We're proud. We're, we're, we're proud fathers of the Major Issues Podcast, and we figured that we would take this special, monumentous occasion to, well... To celebrate Black History Month mm-hmm. and Black Panther and Black Lightning and just all this black awesomeness that's coming out in comic books and comic book media because that's what we do here on the Major Issues Podcast. And uh, I guess we should start right there, I guess, r- real quick. Jumping right in. Without, without uh, getting too deep on the character, how excited are you for this Black Panther movie? Um... Black Panther, Black Panther, Black Panther, Black Panther. The final stop before the Infinity War. Besides that being being the final stop before Infinity War, um, I want to see what else we got, man. Um, we're going to Wakanda. Yeah, Wakanda. That's big. First Forever. time. First time. And we what saw a do little you bit. know about Wakanda? We saw a little bit of it. A little bit of it. I don't know anything about Wakanda. Let's go. Well, yeah. Let's see you. Show me what you got. This will be Black Panther's <laughs> solo film. Uh, and, and that's the thing. That's the main reason why I wanted to get into all of this. Because with the first... Uh, Black Panther's first film and all the hype that surrounds it, a lot of people are highly anticipating this to do a lot for uh, black superheroes and black superheroes and their portrayal in media. Right. And uh, people started to sit and think about, well, what about... What have we gotten before in the past? And what, when you think of black superheroes, uh, who comes to mind? I guess I'll, I'll ask you that first. Um, is there anybody who just leaps out to you? Um, I'm, you I'm biased when it comes to this. Um, it, I mean, I get, it doesn't even have to be your I favorite. Get, I, get Spy- I get Spider-Man, because you know Miles now. Yeah. You know? Um, I got um, Static. Yeah. Static's another one. I wrote it down. It's right here. Um, yeah, yeah static, Static's good. Spawn. Uh, you know, we, we, like, a lot of my comic book knowledge in the beginning was shows that I watched, right? Before right, I got right, to start right, getting right, into right. these books. Um, when I think of that, I think of, like, Bishop from X-Men. Mm. You know what that mean? M-looking uh, scar on his, yeah, face. his face. Um, but there weren't a lot of, like, leading black superheroes in, like, the early yeah, cartoons early and stuff. Cartoons, yeah. Um... With Black Panther, you know, it's it's important because the character himself has, you know, blazed the trail coming all the way since the 1960s. He's a king! Um, and that's the thing. Prior to, like, the 1960s, you don't really even have black superheroes at all in comics. Yeah. Uh, before the Civil Rights Movement, you know. Um, you had uh, Lobo was this, name, was this um, black cowboy. Who had his own comic, but he wasn't a superhero. Mm-hmm. So I guess he gets the first of that. But as far as superheroes were concerned, you don't get any before uh, 
you know, the 1960s. And Marvel, you know, um, gives us Black Panther in 1966. And that's way before we even get the Black Panther name. Um, well, you know, the Black Panther Party gets his name. Black Panther, the character, precedes all that. And African-born. You know, not only is he the first black um, superhero from the Marvel side, but born in Africa. That was a that was a bold choice. Are you guys writing this down? Yeah, that was a, that was a bold choice to um, do it that way. Are you a big fan of Black Panther? Did you know him much before Civil War and the? Um, I knew little things. I knew he um he had vibranium. He had all the vibranium. Like he wore vibranium. Um, I yeah, and I knew his suit was made out of vibranium as well. And Wakanda has all the vibranium. He knew the Wakanda. And he was king of Wakanda. And that's an that's another big point. Uh, not only Your is Black Panther, you know, a superhero, but he's also a king. Yeah. Uh, royalty. Um, he's often depicted as one of the smartest members of the Marvel Universe. He's on the Illuminati. And the richest, so he's he's bowling. He's bowling. He is worthy enough to hold the Infinity uh, Gauntlets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, I guess you can even say he's worthy enough to be the Black Panther because the Black Panther God has to anoint you. Yes. The power of being the so Black I've Panther. Heard, so I've been told. So T'Challa, you know, is pretty worthy when it when it comes to, you know, being a... A solo hero, and but think about it. Like I said, 1966 is when he's created. We don't get a movie till 2018. We're here now. I mean, you know, right? Beggars can't be choosers, but uh, you have him, Black Lightning, on the DC side. Mm-hmm. Just got his own television show, which we'll get into a little bit. But um, Black Lightning was DC's first, which is amazing. Black hero. In uh, 1977. A little, little bit late to the party, but, you know. Right, right. But late than never. Again. Uh, and it's funny because one of the people that was used to help create Black Lightning was somebody who had worked on Luke Cage at Marvel. Ooh. So you got a little bit of that taste there. And um, you can, we got Falcon. Falcon's a, a huge... Mm-hmm. Uh, name you got to see him in Civil War. He was in uh, Winter Soldier. They've used in Winter Soldier has a, a big part in that. They've used in 1969, and I mean, he becomes Captain America, the Black Captain America, and they even go so far as to call one of his volumes not My Captain America because of mm. the backlash that he received. Right, right, right. Um, over stuff like that. I about that. Do you prefer Sam Wilson as Falcon or Captain America? Um, Do you mind him as Captain America, I guess? I didn't have a problem when he was Cap at all. I really liked it. I picked up one or two things when he was running as Cap, so I thought it was actually pretty cool. Are you one of those people that thinks a uh, particular role or moniker should only be one race Uh, or one gender? No. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having that feeling 100%, I guess, right? Cause they turned Thor to they turned Thor to a woman, and I'll, that was I thought that was really cool too. I'm trying to play devil's advocate. I like it when they switch right, it up. Right, but I'm trying yeah, to think like of any there we have too. any readers out there that have their you know stances. Um, I love it when it, things just get reimagined, so other people get to see yeah. what what it feels like to be in the skin of some of these heroes. Um, but with Falcon, uh, you know coming out he's best friends with cap you had t'challa like i said he's royalty 
And then you get to heroes like Luke Cage, right? Who come out in 1972. Harlem, Captain America. In Harlem. You know, and the stuff that he deals with, he's just very street level right, um, hero. Right. He's not running around with the with the Captain Americas and the Avengers. I mean, he eventually joins the Avengers, right. but he's dealing with things uh, mostly on his level. And the thought of taking things to the streets, I guess, as uh, people would say, as the kids would say, how did you like Luke Cage, um, especially with him being brought into the Defenders, Netflix? I, mean, I thought it was good. I mean, um, <laughs> I kept, um, I always kept myself laughing because, you know, he's got unbreakable skin, so he's always got to buy clothes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all those bullet holes and stuff like that. You you have Luke Cage come out, and he comes out, like I said, he's in the 70s when he debuts. Um, He has, he blazes a trail just like all the other heroes, like I say. But what I mean to say is that when Marvel gets the opportunity to use him in the form of Netflix or give him, a, you know, his own television show, I was very shaky to find out how they were going to portray this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you knew it was going to be taking place in New York. You knew it was um, the Luke Cage that you see mostly in the in the Ultimate right, universe, right. like not the one with the day too. So they were going to have to work with. Yeah, you right. knew they had, to, and but a lot of his stuff is like. From the 70s. Mm-hmm. Like, majority yeah, of his yeah, stories are from the, from the 70s. 70s yeah. So, you're dealing with, like, very 70s outfits and, and even, like, slang and stuff like that. When you're saying things like Sweet Christmas and getting <laughs> away with it. Um, they had to modernize it. And they had to do it in a way that not only um, made it feel like it took place in the same Marvel Universe where the Avengers take place, right? But they have to do it in a way that... Um, takes place in the same universe where the Trayvon Martin stuff happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they, they even find a way to speak to all that kind of stuff with mm-hmm. the bullet holes in the hoodie and all that stuff. Method Man in an episode. Get mm-hmm. Method Man's out there and he's spitting truth about Luke Cage and what he's, what he's doing for, um, you know, the community. Nick Cage, Nicholas Cage, got his uh, stage name, Cage, from Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Superhero fan. Look at that. So Luke Cage is the gift that keeps on giving. Sweet Christmas. See, um, Falcon, Luke Cage, T'Challa. I'm talking about Black Panther. Uh, how about you said you said uh, Miles Morales? Mm-hmm. Miles Morales mm-hmm. is, yes. I believe he's also half Hispanic, right? Mm-hmm. I'll check that out. Um, can't forget Storm. No, wife of T'Challa. Wife of T'Challa. You want to talk about AKA Black Panther? Black power couple. Um, even went on a cool diplomatic mission. Uh, that was going on during Civil War. I thought that was awesome mm-hmm. to see them going around at, like royalty and uh, uh, go on these missions and speak to the the leaders of various locations. But um, Storm is also somebody like Black Panther that I would say was always portrayed with respect and yeah. dignity. In and the comics. And like, in, she's never been second to anybody. in the shows, yeah, 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 yeah. And where you get female comic book um, heroes... And this is not a knock against them, but when you get a lot of ones that are not focused front and center, they become kind of like, oh, who are they going to hook up with? Who are they (laughs) going to be in a relationship with? And um, Storm never was like that. And and to be honest, I never really, even watching X-Men, I'm like, no. She, she was yeah, just a strong, she she came through and she was, you know, she was been portrayed as a leader. Um, Almost second, before Emma Frost comes through, she's second. Mm -hmm. To like Cyclops in in that respect, and um, 
That's awesome. Storm holding it down. Storm's always uh, held it down. Um, even when they did the DC versus Marvel crossover, they had her going against Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. So if you know, if if that's how they they see her, that's huge. <laughs> um, but it was cool to see them then eventually hook up uh, the Black Panther with Storm. Ooh, now, which begs the question: I wonder if he's going to be single in the Black Panther movie. Um, mm. Check that out. What's up, Charlie? You, you got a Facebook? I mean, he could he could meet. <laughs> oh my God! Can imagine if he meets like a young Aurora Monroe. <sighs> Reshoots can happen. Or, or somebody's like, oh no. Reshoots uh, can happen now. My my cousin is. Uh, I know in, somebody like she's in New York. I'm skyping my cousin in New York. She's at her uh, school for gifted youngsters or something like that. I don't know. Make something up. Uh, tie it together. We need Storm, damn it. But uh, yeah, Storm and T'Challa. What a couple. You got Static. You mentioned Static earlier. I wanted to mm-hmm. pause a little bit on Static because Static actually comes from Milestone Comics. And Milestone was created by a group of, of uh, comic book creators that felt like there was a mis- uh, uh, representation or under-representation of um, African-Americans so it was in all comics. all DC. No, no, no. I mean, well, it's so weird because Milestone Comics was uh, distributed by DC. Mm-hmm. So I guess it was under that banner. But that's where you get Static. And I mean, Static Shock, that television show, oh man, caught fire. Yeah, you know, not only did the the actual um, comics catch fire and and did a lot for Milestone Comics, but then you have that television show, and like I said, that's a lot of people's first introduction to these heroes. Yeah. You before you know your words, you know that like Superman flies and Batman throws things, and <laughs> uh, and so when you get to get introduced to these heroes early, like Static. Yeah, you know that's huge. I that, wanted to, you know, electrify everything and stuff like that. So, and without fly people around on the lid, and without you know the uh, Dwayne McDuffies to come out and you know create and be a part of things like Milestone, you don't you don't get that. Mm-hmm. There, that doesn't that never exists. Which is why I always say that if you are ever you ever feel that pull to do something, do it. You're born on this earth to do it, and if you don't do it, no one may ever do it. Mm-hmm. We may never get a static shot. Could you imagine that? That's, that's ridiculous. Imagine if Stan Lee never decided he wanted to get into comics, or or Jack Kirby never wanted to draw. Uh, see, I don't. Be a completely I, different conversation. I, yeah, I don't want. Right? I don't want to think. I don't want to think about that world. I mean, uh, nightmares, nightmares. I want to think about a world in which we we are looking for progress. A world in which we are trying to change the game. And when we talk about progress and change the game, talk about Image Comics. Image Comics. You mm-hmm. know, uh, a lot of those. Uh, creators at Image Comics were creators at Marvel um, uh, and previously worked at DC and left both of those two mega giant companies to start their own and one of the leading comics over there at Image was Spawn and Spawn blew up in 1992 when it came out you know Mm -hmm. big enough to rival Marvel and DC and then we get the movie 1997 which is I mean that's one of my oldest one of my earliest comic book memories of I mean of comic book medium and especially movies I mean everything else that came before it I had seen in uh, you know videotape and stuff like that but you know you get yeah John Leguizamo uh, you get Al Simmons and just his his story of this being the house bond and yeah. um, the violator like you were saying and wow I mean. Go, like kind of gory, kind of dark. Thinking about the suit, the suit, the cape, 
Spawn is a very different yeah, superhero. Yeah. He's not the light and the uh, you know, the brightness. Definitely dark. Uh, something we've never seen before uh, portrayed, and you know, didn't didn't have to, but he made they made him black. I mean, Al Simmons, you know, Navy SEALs, Special Ops. I mean, right. again. Yeah, putting somebody, yeah, put somebody up front. Everybody needs that. Putting Spawn up front and Spawn, uh, supposed to be getting a reboot movie. That's cool. I really want to see that. And, and there's people out there that really like that movie too. Uh, um, you so, want to see like a part two? So I want to see what the reboot is gonna be like. Um, some people get reboots. Some people have their first swing at things. Uh, Aquaman is supposed to be having his first swing at things, um, this year, supposedly at the end of the year and. The rumor is we're going to be seeing Black Manta in that film. Black Manta debuting in 1967. I have just, you know, just recently did a big deep dive into Black Manta. Mm -hmm. Um, Only because sometimes I get curious about villains I don't really know anything about. Mm -hmm. I'll sit there and I'll be like, uh, why don't I know about this person? Maybe they stop writing about them. Why do they stop writing about them? You know, <laughs> how do people fall through the cracks? And Black Man is just somebody I never knew anything about. I always thought he looked cool. Mm. Never knew anything about him. Um, and basically, you know, I find out that, uh, you know, he's had like a bunch of different origins. I guess originally they just thought he looked cool mm. and used him and as they a villain. Took it from there, yeah. Manta. And then they try to write like a bunch of different origins um, for him, but you know, eventually. He's unmasked after years of not being seen, mm-hmm. and he's black. And when he's unmasked, it's this whole thing of like, um, I always said I wanted to take over the oceans for my people. What kind of people did you think? Why do you think they call me Black Manta? <laughs> yeah. And it's like this big thing. And um, they, he said that that's what he was trying to do. He was trying to take over the sea and make a like a habitat just for black people because black because mm-hmm. the ocean is. You know, so sure. much. You know, I didn't know that. Though. It's a majority That's percent wild. of it, wow. right? And I'm like, how did they get away with things like that? But that was Black Manta's deal. He was gonna be a black, black supremacist, hmm. uh, <laughs> superhero fighting Arthur Curry. Do you like it when you find things out? Wow. I mean, I don't know if I like like that, but they oh, definitely yeah, they but... definitely went in that direction. Um, and oh. you can't be afraid to go that way too, right? I mean, we're talking about. Equality and in representation, there are good and bad in every race. Mm-hmm. You have to play those roles. Um, that's why you get a cotton mouth, you know. Um, that's why you get um, a Black Mariah from Luke Cage or or Amanda Waller, mm-hmm. you know. Amanda Waller, ruthless, you know, starts the Suicide Squad. Basically, a uh, you know inmates held against their will on the threat of death to. Uh, do as she says, villain. You know. If not, your head explodes. If not your head explodes. Not too serious. And, Aman- and Amanda Waller also strong uh, yes. character. That's, that means how strong do you have to be? Blow somebody's head off. Man, she'll stand up. She'll stand <laughs> up to. I seen her stand up to uh, Superman. She will stand up to Batman. Batman. Um, we saw her in Suicide Squad. Basically, stand up to all the inmates. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is never scared, and. Um, yeah, Amanda Waller gets the job done. And, like, when you have villains like her and Black Manta who are ruthless, but then you go the other way with it and you have um, heroes like Black Lightning mm-hmm. that are so heroic, you know, you show that full spectrum. That it's not about where you come from or even how you look, but, you know, it's really the choices you make. It's, mm-hmm. it's about, it's going to be about the choices that you make uh, at the end of the day. 
And um, it's just, it's up to the creators, it's their responsibility to keep these characters of color afloat. But how do you feel about new characters? Uh, creation of new characters. So I come to you. You work for Marvel. You're, you're head of head of Marvel editing, whatever. And I go, listen. Um, we need more Asian representation. We just do. Um, there's Asian readers out there that are feeling like they're underrepresented and uh, would be more interested in their stories if there was more Asian heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, do you go the route of making Asian versions of regular heroes? Or do you make the route? Uh, or you go the route of making brand new heroes? And if you make the brand new heroes, where do they rank with the heroes that we got? Um, can I do one of each to see how it's received? <laughs> is that is that what you, you would probably do? And then I'll just probably like cancel out whatever. Whichever one lesser, didn't work. Yeah, didn't work. Yeah. I guess I'll do that first. What do you think your first instinct would be to do? I don't know. That's hard though. It is. Right? It's like you. Uh, and that's the issue that you face a lot of these times because you get a brand new character like um, Batwing. Now I'm stuck. I'm thinking like, damn. Hmm. <laughs> um, Duke, Duke Thomas, The Signal, just uh, uh, debuted um, as a superhero. Um, the Signal, I want to say earlier this year, had his first issue, if not very, very, very late last year. And um, brand new character. And they're trying to give him time with Batman. Mm-hmm as like one of his underlings that's not a robin to get that rub yeah give to, him some burn yeah yeah get to get some burn from batman that recognition and stuff like that but people some people see it as like them trying too hard so how do you make new it's it's very hard to make new I mean, the story's got to be compelling i guess and fresh i mean cuz yeah. miles took Right, right, but, right. But do you you do know that there were people that just felt, and there's still people oh, that yeah, still yeah, feel yeah. that Miles Morales is just Black Spider Man. You know, how? I mean, oh, I, well, mean I mean, I, I guess we're gonna I have to we're how, gonna ha- we're gonna have to go there. Might as well might as well go there now. There's a couple of heroes I didn't name because I wanted to bring them up in this this part of the conversation about heroes that. Um, Took a, took over a mantle or a moniker mm-hmm. from uh, previously white or other race um, hero like Miles Morales. Um, I I feel a certain way when it comes to that because um, like I like you were going with Miles. Um, people, I feel like you don't I like you you won't know until you like pick it up and and read it. Right. Otherwise, you just you. I feel like the, most of the people complaining are just people that haven't just picked it up and read it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I got volumes in the house and I'm I'm in love. Like I can't. Like I can't. It, it's how can you dislike it? You know, even it as and I consider myself like a a hardcore fan. Like um, <clears throat> Spider Man's number one for me, and I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I I really don't get it. I don't. I I think the most the oddest part about it was That's, if I'm not mistaken they were running at the same time still yeah they were they were running at eventually the same time. Miles you know um you know something happens to Peter but at the they were yeah, running at the same time the, so it's not like you have the, to choose the same the when it was happening to Peter Miles was trying to figure it out yeah yeah so I mean it's not like you had to choose off the rip it's not like they were saying yeah. that your favorite was gone mm-hmm. they were just saying here's a here's a another version 
Um, so you have Miles, you know, which people would dumb down by saying Black Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You have John Stewart, which people often call the Black Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people's Green Lantern, right? Mm-hmm. How many people started who were introduced to the Green Lantern by watching Justice League or Justice League Unlimited? And you know, they could have picked Kyle Rayner, who was very um, prominent in the comics, mm-hmm. but they chose to do John Stewart. And a lot of people were introduced to, you know, the former, the former veteran um, who also is able to use the Green Lantern ring to uh, save his sector, which happens to be Earth. Um, how do you feel about John Stewart, Green Lantern, and um, his rumor that he's going to be in, like, the Green Lantern Corps? Uh, I, that, I think that's going to be um, real great. Um, my thing with um, Green Lantern is my favorite Lantern is um, how. So yeah, I'm just like I really don't care where they go from from here because they kind of like shunned or done a bad job with Hal. So I'm not really yeah. You know, so uh, but Green Lantern is still my guy. So I'm excited regardless. So let's go. I hope um, yeah, I hope they do something with uh John Stewart. I think even if Hal's the main Green Lantern going forward with the Justice League, mm-hmm. I think John Stewart is enough of his own character where they can do something with him. He can still be a uh, uh, cool part of the team, even if he does a cameo. Um, there was some controversy when um, the new 52 started and Wally West was introduced as a black young man. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, concurrently, you had The Flash begin and Iris West, uh, African-American, and then Wally West there portrayed as African-American. Did that throw you off any... Wally West was the Flash in Justice League Unlimited. Uh, many people know Wally West as being white. Right. Um, also, red hair. That's one of the most identifying things. I mean, about maybe Wally it's West. just me. It's just I'm just like over all of that. I'm like, oh, he's black. Okay. You yeah. know, so I'm just like, okay, cool. Something different. Let's go. Yeah. You know, I'm just that doesn't get under my, all that stuff doesn't get under my skin. I'm just if I like the story, I'm gonna like it. So, you know. Stop complaining and yeah, pick the, it up. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people... <laughs> pick it up. Yeah, you got to read these stories. Um, A lot of people uh, judge them unfairly, I would say. Because for the most part... I say part, for the most part, they judge unfairly. Just pick it up. Well, the, the other big thing is I don't feel like um these characters are defined because they're black, like by their blackness, mm. uh, if that's a thing. I don't think that when they change Wally West into being black in the comics anything changed about his attitude how he approached things how he spoke so it's it's weird because someone right. would even say that why even do it why even yeah yeah I get it yeah. you know but I'm I didn't mind it right. what do you say that, what do you say about that I, you know? I I was just about to think on that Um, it was in a way with the whole thing with um Peter and Miles thing, yeah, that's how a lot of people still felt. So but but the, those the same question. people, this but the same people that um that I spoke to about it for for a little bit and had conversations with was was the same thing. It was like, but it's still good. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I really don't. So it, so it so it should so in your opinion, do you think it should be that like it should be good or not at all? Like, I mean, yeah, definitely. Definitely, it should be at least if not good and interesting. As long as it's not bad, you know, then okay. that's uh, that, that's all I can ask for. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I can yeah, live I think, with that. I think that's fair. Tell, tell whatever story you want to tell. Just don't make it bad. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool. I, I can dig that. I can dig that. Um, so 
you end up with, and as you can see, this is going on a lot in DC, right? So, you, like I said, John Stewart, um, the Black Green Lantern, Wally West, the Black uh, Kid Flash. Mm-hmm. You end up getting a second Aqualad, which is the son of Black Manta. There's that name again, um, and he's African American, so he's the Black Aqualad. Uh, first one's white, second one's black. Um, I thought he had a, a real cool uh, backstory because you, uh, there's not many heroes that are son of a villain. Right. And I think there's something to say about parents being scary. Right? Yeah, always. Like, parents are scary. <laughs> yeah. And I think that especially in urban households, there's this ultra scary masculine, right? Right. You have to do... And so it's it's cool to see black man to have this cold way of handling his son mm-hmm. um, and the fact that his son knows that his dad is, is basically a monster right. um, and how that's portrayed. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. I think that having that layer was um something that like you say again like something you don't really think about not something you go oh i need this but when it happens <laughs> it's like oh i didn't yeah i didn't I, know i, I needed I, this I but I yes give me more I, I like this let's see who are who are we not giving their love to uh how about vixen vixen uh on mm. legends of tomorrow here we go vixen legends of tomorrow uh, i mean on legends of tomorrow you know she uses the, the totem to uh harness the power of any animal uh, she comes out in 1981. Mm. Supposed to be the first African-American superhero, uh, to, on DC side at least, to come up with her own comic, but it gets canceled oh, before damn. the first issue comes out. Damn. Bad luck for you, Vic. Sorry, girl. But she's already been betrayed twice in the Arrowverse mm-hmm. uh, by two different actresses. You had one actress play her in Arrow, and then... When they decided to introduce her in Legends, they said, well, we'll just get a relative of hers sure. and we'll use her in Legends, um, which I thought was pretty funny. And then she was also, she also had her own animated show on the CWC, uh, Vixen did. So Vixen is definitely coming back and, 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 and she's in Injustice 2. Hmm. She is a playable skin for Cheetah. Oh, yeah, look at that. Vixen is making cameos. She's around. She's around. So, like I said, like they have been, mm-hmm. they have been doing their best to make sure that these characters are around and stay around. Which, I mean, I guess is all all you could really ask for. Um, and when you when you're thinking about stuff like that, when you're thinking about, you know. Who deserves to stay around? Because like I said, they're not all winners. Right. Okay. A lot of these guys are great. Some of them are just like, okay. And I'm, I, we just listed basically Hall of Fame mm-hmm. black superheroes. But there's so many on all sides that are just, oh, wow, they just made that up, huh? <laughs> they, oh, okay. You know, Cisco, um, they were they just made a, a Latin superhero who breakdanced. You know, like, mm. you start going, uh, yeah, I <laughs> yeah, guess. So, um. Be you know, a lot of these heroes while they you know they're blazing their trails in the comics. If you're not reading comics, you're watching the movies. And so if you're watching movies, you're watching television shows again. Um, we, there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot to choose from, 
back then. But uh, when you think of black superheroes in movies, I said again, you do um, Spawn, like I said. What about Blade? Right? Mm. Gotta talk Blade. Blade, the the undead uh, vampire killer, half vampire, I believe, right? Mm. Uh, Wesley Snipes. Um, bring it to a trilogy. Who would have thought that Blade would have gotten all the way to part three? Um, Pre-MCU, pre-DCEU, pre-this-studio, uh, that-studio, yeah, yeah. who's going to play yeah. and what storyline from the comics. We didn't even know what they were going to do with this. And blows it you know, out of the water to the point that they've been trying to reboot it ever since. Remember, they got that old Blade television show that wasn't working. And he does cameos from here uh, time and time again in the comics. Very interesting character. Um, Blade, man. What... What were your first impl- impressions of seeing Blade, especially like in that movie? Um, I think the third one got too much um too madness. Much, yeah, too much. Um, you talking about the one where he fully on, fights I, Dracula? But for me, I I I like the whole all three, one, two, and three. So um, three is kind of my favorite because I got to see when I was a little older. Yeah, and appreciate the trilogy a little bit more. So, but that haircut, those glasses, yeah. the sword, Just that, the that, katana, that, the sword, dude. <laughs> oh my God, it's. it's uh, bananas. Um, I I just remember thinking, like just like just cool, right? Like I see a lot of superheroes as heroic, and very few times do I see Spider Man as really like cool. Mm-hmm. I see him the most cool when he's having fun, when he's fighting crime. I'm just like, oh yeah, just go out there and do it, Peter. But I um. As like dust your shoulders off, cool. That's how I saw a blade. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that that's pretty cool to see it to see a hero like that. Yeah, the gadgets, man, too. Gadgets, the sword, like all these, and like, all of them would disintegrate you. The blades, yeah, and then you have like you know? garlic grenades yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So you end up getting a blade, and you have the your your obviously comic hero, um, com- comedic superheroes like Blank Man or Meteor Man and stuff like that. Um, uh, MCU we get uh Falcon, like I said again. In um, Winter Soldier, um, Terrence Howard in Iron Man, mm-hmm. you know, who eventually gets replaced by Don Cheadle, playing War Machine, you know, Rhodey. Um, that's a little bit. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about the whole like Cap, it, Falcon, <laughs> Iron Man, Rhodey? Um, is there something to be made up of that, or is that just coincidence? Nah, I think it's just coincidence. Just coincidence. Falcon. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I can see that. I can see that. Um, But how about more modern portrayals? Uh, Hancock. Uh, I like Hancock. Didn't they make a second one? Uh, I think the second one might have been in the books. So um, Hancock is hit or miss, depending on who you ask. Yeah. I'm a fan of it. I thought it was a a pretty decent portrayal of a superhero, Um, especially one that's a little bit. I thought it was a it's little functional. too long, though. I thought it was a little too long. I thought Will Smith, Will Smith does good superhero. Yeah. I, I feel like so. he's kind of been portraying superheroes this entire time, Men in Black uh, being a comic. But I thought he did really well with um, with that. And then goes on to play Black Deadshot. Mm-hmm. So then, then again, you know, like... See? But no, I mean, I didn't have a problem with Black no. Deadshot. But if... I mean... Was it really? I gotta look around now and see if there was even an issue with that at all. Was he? Was he no, black in the comics? No, 
<laughs> he wasn't even black in Big the Willie. comics. You don't, nah. think that, you don't think that fight against uh, Will Smith? He nah. vetoes that? Big Willie's invited to Big Willie style? Big Willie's invited to every cookout. Uh, that's the man doing the cookout. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, there was not a lot of outrage for black uh, Deadshot. But there was some outrage for black Johnny Storm from Fan Forstick. That. That, Do you remember yeah, that? I, re- I remember that. I remember. Now, some of this... I was still like, shut the hell up. It's Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan's cool as hell. There's one part of the logic that I agree with. If he was going to be black, you kind of had to make Stu Storm black, too. Yeah. yeah. That, that's that's the only thing. And I think that they got handcuffed with that. Did they show they, did, did they show their mom? No, they just showed their dad. The dad's uh, black. Yeah, their father was black. Oh, in the, yeah. You're right. You're right. In the ah, film. boo. Ah. Uh, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Uh, yeah. So, how do you feel about uh, that? What, oh, so you think that that's... Well, I didn't think of it that way, but now that we're here... <laughs> <laughs> is that an example? Is that an example of the bad version of what we were just talking uh, about? A, a little bit, Like, yeah. you don't have to make Johnny Storm black. Yeah. You I, just did it, and now you don't have enough good reason definitely, um, to do it. Definitely. So, th- yeah. <laughs> there's an issue with that. And, and, and Michael B. Jordan, like you said, great yeah, my, actor. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan is dope, Great man. actor. Uh, and... You know, just bad role, I guess. But what what kid doesn't want to be a superhero? Doesn't want to say, hey, you want to play Johnny Storm? Hell yeah, hell yeah. I want to play Johnny Storm. I don't care if I don't look like Johnny Storm. Eric Killmonger. And now he's Eric Killmonger. Now he gets to be a, a villain. Killing it. Michael B. Uh, let's go to the Arrowverse, right? Before we get Black Lightning, before mm-hmm. we get Luke Cage and stuff like that, who we got? We got, oh, we got Diggle. Diggle for Shizzle. We, we got, got Wally. Diggle. Wally, you got Joe West. Joe West. Respectable black uh, um, officer of the law. Joe West. Detective, right? Detective Joe West. Um, You know, that's not really the storyline in the comics. And they go there. And he's a father. He's a mentor. You don't ever bat an eye. There's no color issues mm-hmm. in that. So what, why do we get, why do we bet buy that but we don't buy um, Michael B. Jordan? The whole thing with that. Maybe it just worked it better in, in the flash. And we saw both parents. Yeah. Eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, it could be that. Um, like you said, Wally and Iris. Mm. Uh, also strong characters. Uh, da, 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 who we, who's there on Supergirl? Supergirl? Jimmy Olsen. Black Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, Black Jimmy Olsen. What do you think about that? That was big. Me. I ain't wrong. That, but that was big, though. That's that huge. That was big, though. It's one of the oldest comic book characters If you know ever. who Jimmy Olsen is, then yeah. I mean, but they shoot that him in the head in BBS. Yeah, so, I mean, they they it's not of, like... They kind of been getting him the crap end of the stick. I don't know if you could do any worse than that. That's hang, out of control there. Hang in there, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you got, Black, you got Black Jimmy Olsen, who becomes Guardian uh, in Supergirl. You Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter, John Jones. Black, um, also portrayed as white in the beginning of right. his yeah, right. uh, run in the comics. He was a private detective, I believe. He was a private detective, and he was white. Now he's black. So there's that. Bronze Tiger appeared in Arrow. Michael J. White. Mm. He was with China White. Oh, no, <laughs> China White. China White. That was her name. And uh. So you had Bronze Tiger there. So they, I think they, they, they're good peppering it in. Mm-hmm. Vixen, 
Firestorm, you know, uh, yes. Jefferson Jackson. Jefferson Jackson. Jefferson. Jefferson Jackson. Uh on Legends. I wanna say, now don't quote me here. Mm-hmm. But I wanna say, now I'm following my logic, that the Hawk people are black. I wanna say I see I see what okay. you're saying. I see what you're so, saying. I kinda wanna agree with you. Egyptian, too. right? Right. Egyptian right. Africa. But I can't recall if they were born in like around Cairo because they were just born in Central City. I don't know. I don't know what to say. But I'm gonna go with black on that. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and, and uh, allow that to go through until until further. No, we're gonna leave that else. in limbo right now. Yeah, until know? somebody else can correct me. I'm gonna go with the Hawk people. Uh, what I said. I said Firestorm already. I've said Vixen. Am I leaving anyone out? I know Mr. Terrific ends up joining the team on Arrow. Um, he has six PhDs, <laughs> genius level IQ. Um, he uses what he calls T-balls. They're these silver spears that basically can do anything. He, they can throw, throw them in the air and scan the room and kill everybody and do smoke pellets. They're like these Pokeballs that can basically do everything. Um, and he just, his uh, uh, disguise is a big black T on his face that he, mm-hmm. that he painted on his face. So he had that. On the Marvel side, when with Luke Cage, you ended up getting a little bit of Misty Knight, some Misty Knight action. Uh, great, strong black uh, character who eventually got her arm removed. Spoiler alert. And she's going to look more like her com- counterpart with a animantium, I want to say, or vibranium arm. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. that that's going to be awesome. Misty Knight, I thought I thought the actress did a great job on that as well. But um, Isn't, isn't Cloak black? Yeah, yeah, Cloak Ooh. from Cloak and Dagger. He's black. They keep um, coming. They more. Yeah, I don't. I gotta double check when Cloak actually came out. Cloak's been around for I want to say a minute, and you got Brother Voodoo, who works on the side of magic mm. with the whole with the whole. He was the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, at one point became the Sorcerer Supreme, um, and that that's the thing. You you create these characters, and then they have to kind of achieve something of note, right? They mm. have to have done something for them to be viewed on the same light as everybody else. But then when you do things, people get upset and they go, well, why are you trying to make this person do uh, everything? You can't satisfy people. Yeah, and you, you can't win and you can't lose. So you know, you tell, you tell um, them to pick it up. Read it. Pick it up. Yeah, I guess some people just need to uh, get in and read it. Or just get in and see it because, like I said, a lot of these shows that's it, that's are now it, changing, it. now changing the game. I want to take a little second to talk about um, the Luke Cage show again because, man, when I first saw that, I was like, "That's my New York," and right. it uh, coming from New York, coming from Brooklyn, um, we often see a, a side of Marvel where when they talk about New York City, they talk about Manhattan. That's that's what they talk about. They only talk about. The nice parts of New York, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying that where I grew up wasn't nice, but it didn't look nice. Right, right, right. right and it right, was, right, right. and it didn't always treat you the nicest. And you don't get that portrayed a lot in these, uh, in these shows. And I felt like Luke Cage really leaned into that, and in a way, made me feel like that could be happening if I open yeah, the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can go to that corner store that you see in the background of Luke Cage and stuff like that. How important do you think it was to actually do it in Harlem, and um, with 
what I would say with like a black field dealing with so much. I thought it was great. It was you know, authentic. Like, like you can feel it every shot, every frame that was done out there was bananas. Um you like in certain shots when they're coming out of buildings and stuff like that, it's like, yeah, that's Harlem, you know, yeah, that's uptown, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I really I found myself say, saying that a lot, which I really, really liked a whole lot. And then you had uh you know that that very powerful moment where he gives that speech. Remember when that that child is trying to rob him, mm-hmm. that kid's trying to rob mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. and um, he's like, "Call me that. I will never let yeah. you call me the N word." And uh, goes into that speech, and in that moment, when it happens, you start to go, you start to think to yourself, "Why didn't anyone ever say that before?" Right? Mm-hmm. Like I, it, it's like you said before with the heroes, you didn't know you needed them until it happened. Mm-hmm. You start to go, like, I thought the swear jar thing was amazing. Right. Because I don't mind cursing. Mm-hmm. I don't mind swearing or whatever you want to, cussing or whatever you want to consider it. But I also want to work more on speaking well right. and, 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 and increasing my vocabulary and realizing why I'm using the words. If I'm using the words because I don't have the words that I need, then that's a problem. And I want to find those words. Um, so I've always believed that and I've always told that to everybody, you know, that I see, because I think I always wanted to, you know, raise our game of conversation. That's the whole reason why we do stuff like this with major issues. Um, so for pops to have that clause in there where you got to pay money now, you know, right, um, right. And, and, own up <laughs> and, and how Luke Kay said, like, you should always have a uniform and, and all that other kind of stuff. Like they were dropping real things Knowledge, there. Yeah, some gems it's like, stuff. it's like, um, I also feel like with urban culture, oftentimes we that we there's a lot of problems, point bang period, right? Mm-hmm. And we like to point at the crooked government, and we gotta like to point at, at racism and, and cops and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff is true. You see Definitely. it in the news every yeah, day. Yeah. But I felt like some things in Luke Cage, we're not blaming things on the black community, but just saying, hey, we need to look after ourselves, and we need to. Uh, not look after ourselves because nobody else will, but look after ourselves just because it's always good to help your fellow man. And if we have the tricks or the tips to help each other succeed, like, hey, wear a suit. Hey, stop cursing. Hey, you know, um, you know, stand up straight or, you know, and or read a book or something like that. Like, I, I've, always, I've always been about it, that. Man. I've always been about that because Luke Cage could have been one of those, like, black dynamite. Heroes and there's there's mm. a there's a time and place for that too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, for <laughs> uh, it's a time and place for that too. But um, I think that you 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 get a moment, you get a moment, and these moments come so so uh not infrequent, and in that moment you have a choice of what you're gonna do with the with the time that you have, what message you're gonna send, and Luke Cage did a lot, I think, to send positive messages about uh just the black community what could what the positives and negatives how things can uh change and how um there there's good and bad in every neighborhood and it's sometimes the good and the bad is not the things or the people that you perceive them to be which is a lot of what racism is ultimately mm-hmm. is the, the idea that you think you know the the goods and bads the positives and negatives of, the, of this specific uh thing or person or race and those perceptions are just wrong and um, I perceived uh, Luke Cage to Ooh, be. I was right. about to say, if you didn't say Luke Cage, all that, this this still comic book clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all about Luke See? Cage. This is all about Luke yeah. Cage. 
Um, thought that was awesome. But I wanted to go from Luke Cage to Black Lightning. Right. So I know that you said that you have been a great. Oh, I'm loving. Yeah, I'm Black loving Lightning. this ride, man. So talk a little bit about Black Lightning. What do you like about Black Lightning? Um, I'm. I got the. I'm getting the same feel. Like, well, not the same feel, but I can see how people think how people feel it's similar between that and Luke Cage. Um, first of all, um, I didn't know who Black Lightning was until the they started tossing up trailers and stuff like that. I didn't know it was a thing, but when the when I saw the first episode, I was like, "Huh, this is a this is a thing. Is this a thing? Is is it becoming a thing?" And and I I feel like for one, I think it's becoming a thing. Um, they're what couple episodes in already um i'm loving it so far the every episode that i keep watching i keep liking a little bit more and more so um i don't know how many did they say how many episodes they're gonna be um, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a 13 episode season so a little bit shorter than uh normal um but if you're unfamiliar black lightning is about uh jefferson pierce a former superhero uh Mm -hmm. who was a superhero in his youth I think I want to say he's about 40 now. Right, right, right. Roughly. He now, um, as a retired superhero, he chooses to be a uh, principal of a uh, high school where he tries to mentor the young youth. The young youth. Uh, that's saying youth twice. He tries <laughs> to mentor the, kids uh, in school. The, the children just to become better. He wants to save as many lives as he felt like he saved in costume, mm-hmm. out of costume. Out of costume. Um. In this iteration, he is also doing this because his wife left him. His wife, who was tired of seeing him getting beat up up and bloodied, said that uh, she was going to leave him and take the kids if if he continued. And eventually just left him, I believe, with the kids. I don't know if I know all those details yet because the series is still continuing. But um, this series deals with um, picking up responsibilities same way in Luke Cage right yeah. and um, uh, but I but th- I feel that that theme is stronger in Black Lightning because it's it's a call uh, at, at various points in the show you'll see that Black Lightning is being um, called to you know like people right. are calling for him to answer this call of justice and to do something right but he himself is also torn between the two, so right because often also cool. So, so it's like, what are you gonna do, bro? You know. So, well, here's the uh, well, here's the thing. Oftentimes, right, doing what is doing something right in the hood, mm. it means putting a spotlight on yourself, right. right? It means putting yourself in danger, and that's exactly what's going on with Black Lightning. You know, he if he continues to be Black Lightning, he's gonna put a spotlight on himself, on his family. Mm. He risks everything, his neighborhood. You see all the stuff with Tobias Will. That guy's insane. Yeah. He's harpooning people. Harpooning people people through the show. Um, And I'll get to him in a minute, but I think that he can't stand to not answer that call anymore and can't stand to not take that risk of putting that spotlight on him by doing something right. And I do think that good, that's what happens with good men. I, I, you know, I want to believe that the good, good men and women, good people, I think, get that call and they have to answer it. The same way that Luke Cage did, you know, eventually, pops when he got shot, he had to answer the call. He had to put on his hero suit or just his yellow shirt and hoodie. Always and, forward. And and yeah, move always forward. Um, but yeah, I think this this speaks more to that because he quit being a hero, and I think 
oftentimes when you when you're a good person or you do or you consider yourself unselfish or any of the other things that um you consider are good traits of being a person you when you do it often enough or it gets tiring right Mm -hmm. you don't want to always be the patient person or the nice person or the courteous person or the generous person so when you're a superhero i can see that getting tiring real quick like just being like no, you know what? I'm not gonna do it for a while. I'm five years, ten years, and I'm just gonna drop it. And um, how hard it is to then pick back up that responsibility of going. Oh no, no, no! I'm just gonna save my girls. Oh no, no, no! I'm just gonna save this block. Oh no, no, no! Right, I'm just right. gonna save the city. <laughs> and then, and then, then what? You right back in. Ali Oliver, you know, uh-huh. he comes in to do a, a, no, a list of names in a book. Yeah, and we're like season now, six yeah. now, and he's you know <laughs> the mayor of the city. And so, um. This shows a lot about answering the call of being a hero. Um, and with the daughters, it's a lot about pride. You know, Anissa, his oldest daughter, is a protester. Um, the youngest one calls her Rosa Parks <laughs> yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty funny. Um, those girls both look like to... Well, one of them seems to be getting powers. Right, Looks right. Looks like they might be the going odd, that, in that direction. Um, but, you know, strong women. Also on that show, uh, so you're dealing with the, those sorts, uh, the things of pride, um, marching, um, various marches. You already know about that in in civil rights, but even with all of that, as far as black pride is concerned, I think you also have you deal with a little bit of hatred in the in the villain with Tobias Whale because Tobias Whale's albino in this, mm-hmm. so he has black features, but his skin lacks pigment. Right. So he has white skin. And I feel like they're playing a lot of cool games with what that could do to a person internally. Because this guy is a guy who wants to be respected. He wants to be the guy who uh, controls the city. You understand? Right. It's his city, and it is what it is. But um, I could see him being not white enough in white circles and being not black enough in black circles. Right. I see. Okay, I see what you're saying. You know, so, yeah, where he he's got, hanging yeah, out I with the that. he's hanging out with the white CEOs I, and stuff, and they're looking at him like, like you're, yeah, black. Yeah, you're black, and then like, they're going he going around and hanging out with the black people, and they're going you're white, look yeah. at you, you're white, and that can do something to somebody. Yeah. Um, uh, Lala ends up, you know, his little henchman ends up, or one of his other henchmen ends up saying like, you hate black people, don't you? And he says no, he he just hates ignorant. Uh, people, I guess he says. Um, so I always thought I thought that was really interesting that they even went that way with the villain. I thought but, that was um, interesting as hell. I've never seen that before, so I'm kind of yeah. I'm I, in there. I'm in there. Knee deeps. They look like they introduced a um, Black Mariah esque character in Lady Eve hmm. um, into the show, played by Joe Scott. Uh, you know, great actress, great musician, heavy hitters. And that's the thing. People are answering the call when it comes to casting these these uh, historic black superheroes, mm-hmm. especially now that the superhero genre has blown up. People are are on call. People are ready. The Black Panther cast is amazing, star-studded. And um, soon, very soon, in two weeks' time, we will... He- two weeks' time... We will have the review right here on the Major Issues Podcast. I don't know if I'm ready. I can't wait. I'm not ready. I know 
for sure. But I can feel the hype every day building. So let's Listen, go. I just want them to crack open this whole Wakanda thing uh, with Black Panther because, uh, you know, in my readings of Black Panther, watching him struggle as a king is one of the coolest things because he's a young guy, you know. It can't be easy to be a king. Um, and a lot of the newer stories that are being written for him deal a lot more with the political side of like, well, what if what if the people who are in charge got their power because they stole precious material from somewhere else and put it in Wakanda? You know, mm-hmm. like that, then who's the real heroes? Who's the real villains? Who's entitled to the land? All that kind of stuff. All that um, deep political stuff that I think is kind of cool to introduce to the comics. Because I want to get it all. I want the street level stuff of Luke Cage and Miles Morales. I want the political stuff and the royalty stuff with Black Panther. I want to see, you know, the team stuff with, with people like Bishop and Falcon, the loners like Spawn uh, going out there and doing it on their own. Um, there's there's room for all these guys. There's room for inclusion of everybody. And uh, it's, n- it's not to say one is better than the other, but mm-hmm. this is Black History Month. And I thought it'd be cool to s- just to celebrate some of the black comic history that's out there. I thought it was cool. You know, celebrating some of the black comic history out there. And I think this is the part where you said you wanted to talk about Halle Berry's Catwoman. No, it wasn't. No, (laughs) No? it wasn't. No, no, no. no. And I don't think we're going to. Nope. No. No. Nope. Was that black for being black? Black Uh, for the sake of being black? um, Was that Halle Berry going, I just choose to ignore it. I just choose to, it was nice to look at, but terrible to sit through. (laughs) Um, They kept, The the uh they kept the girl from Dope, um to play Iris West in the Flash. Oh, so they kept that up from the television show. So the decisions being made, people. I like that. Things are ch- changing. Times are changing, but there's nothing to be scared of. Change is good sometimes. Got to stretch your stretch your wings, open up your mind. Be open-minded, especially when it comes to these comic book characters. Because, listen, at the end of the day, yeah, Captain America's white and, and Falcon's black. But Nightcrawler's blue and Thanos is purple. And I'm pretty sure there's somebody yellow in Sin City. But we're all peeps. Well, some of us are androids. Vision's uh, an android. Yeah, uh, Thanos is from outer space. And he's a mad titan. Yeah. We, matter of fact, that's exactly what, what I'm trying to say. All creeds, colors, races, all of us just need to put our differences aside, come together, just be and defeat Thanos. Oh. We're going to need all of us. Please, he's coming. Yeah, guys. The war is coming <laughs> soon, and it can't come soon enough. I'm scared. It can't come soon enough. Before we get there, we're going to have Black Panther, and like I said, I'm excited. Uh, Wow. I thought I think we got a lot of things. Uh, Lots of things. Got a lot of things said here. We got a lot of information put out there for the people. Some of the stuff it was uh, new to me, but yeah, definitely. It's good to see. Definitely, but that's what I like. We need. We need. I think I still think we need some new heroes. I think we. I need. I think we need a new batch. Um, but like you said, not for the sake of just having them. Right. I think uh, there's some new stories to tell. We just need some new creators. You see how uh, 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 when people are motivated and they grab up Black Panther, people are saying some great things about it. We just need to start from the bottom, motivate good creators to do great things. And, uh, yeah. I guess if you want to motivate 
all creators, or, or at least this creator, to keep doing great things. There's many ways uh, you can do that. I think the best way to support us right now is to uh, leave a review on iTunes. Rate and review us on iTunes. This is something that uh, we do purely out of passion yes. for all of you guys at home, free of charge. And if we can get better at this, we want to. And the only way we can is from you guys helping us with your constructive criticism on how to make major issues the number one podcast for comic book and comic books and comic book media. And I've been to the future, so I know we get to be number one. But wow, um, we're just that. trying to get there. And he's hey, cheating. Ten episodes in, I think. I think we're on our way. Ten episodes in. Come on. Wow. Can't get he's better. Been than to that. the future. Been to the future, and in the future, I know I see Black Panther, do we, and that do we have, is coming soon. Well, how do we have eleven episodes in the future? Oh yeah, we do. Oh, I have a, I have something special for the eleventh episode. I don't want to say it right now. They, they'll they'll I think they I think they'll like it at home. But after that comes the Black Panther, uh, stuff and. We're going to have a bunch of reviews once everything starts coming uh, down and this stuff comes in hot and heavy. So if you don't want to miss any of it, make sure that you go to Facebook.com slash comic book click, Instagram at comic book click, or use the hashtag comic book click to talk about all the latest and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. Mm. Don't forget that Major Issues is available everywhere. I'm talking about Stitcher, Podbean, uh, YouTube. Wherever podcasts are found, Apple Podcasts, mm. which, like I said, go ahead, iTunes, leave those reviews, help us grow as a company. And with more black heroes, we could grow as a nation. We can grow as a fan base. Look at that. You understand what I'm trying to do? I feel I'm just warm trying. already. I'm uh, covered. I'm covered. I'm toasty. Covered. Look I think all that. I want to say is Wakanda forever. That's what I want to say. Forever. That's what I want to say is We're Wakanda. Almost We're almost there. Let's go. That's what I want to say is Wakanda forever. My name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don. Cloudus Maximus. This has been an episode of the Major Issues Podcast, episode number 10. And just like this episode, you You are are worthy. worthy.